This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of That Six. I am your host, Kyler Bills, and I hope I hope all is well. I'm um, really excited, yet destroyed, to talk about week two of the NFL season. Um, without further ado, let's get started in recapping week two. Um, to start off, uh, man, well, first of all, it was a crazy week, man. Saw a lot of comebacks, saw a lot of upsets, saw some games. It just, just literally hurt to watch, um, i.e. Carolina Panthers. Um, starting off with my Pickums record this week, I went a terrible six and ten. Um, you know, nine six and one last week wasn't very good, but six and ten is just, quite frankly, it's unacceptable. Uh, and I'm going to be better with that in the future. Um, so I went six and ten, brings my all my my season total to fifteen sixteen and one. Right now, I have a losing record with my Pickums, um, but we're going to get back on track. Uh, this week, um, we're going to start off the win today with Thursday Night Football. Um, but starting off Thursday Night Football last week, Chiefs Chargers. Um, I picked the who did I, no, no no I'm I'm, I'm I'm sorry I picked the uh, Los Angeles Chargers to win this game. I really did. I, although I have the Chiefs winning the division, I did think that the that the Kansas City Chiefs would lose this game and the Chargers would win it. Um, you know, starting off. Honestly, it looked in that way, you know, Los Angeles came out to a 10-0 lead um, and, and everything was clicking. It, it honestly was a really good game. You just saw the Chiefs, you know, outscore the Chargers by 13 points in the uh, in the last quarter, and, and you're not going to win a game, you know, going on a 13-0 uh, run in that. And obviously they ended up losing, well, I guess it was 13-3 uh, or 13-6, sorry. Um, you know, with the late touchdown from Justin Herbert. It wasn't necessarily garbage time, but with a minute left, they had to do something. They got the touchdown, um, but technically the score. I, man, I thought the Chargers did it. They were on fire to start. Um, Mike Williams had a great game um, with eight receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Travis Kelsey was still involved. Five receptions, 51 yards, the leading receiver for the Chiefs. Both run games were kind of iffy. I know a lot of fantasy owners are kind of – Kind of on Austin Eckler's case, and I, I understand it. I've never been a huge Eckler fan. I know he has this gravitation towards him in fantasy football, but personally, I don't see it. Um, and then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had a pretty good game, um, eight, carry, eight carries, 74 yards. Not too bad. Um, and then a battle of the quarterbacks, um, two of the top three. In my opinion, the top two of the top three quarterbacks at two and three, um, you know, three being Justin Herbert, two being Patrick Mahomes. Um Patrick played a really good game, 24 of 35 for 235 and two touchdowns. And then Herbo obviously played a good game, 33 of 48, 334 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, he had the dog in him. You know, I mean, there's no doubting it. To uh, I, I know he has his broken rib cartilage right now, which could be problematic. I think they're saying he's playing week three. Um, but, man, I could see that being a little nagging injury, injury and hopefully it doesn't kind of stunt this you know, great development of Justin Herbert we've seen throughout these past couple, uh, you know, years. Um, also, I hope whatever doctor they got in the, in Los Angeles, I think it's still the Tyrod Taylor doctor. Um, hopefully he's got his stuff together because he, I mean, he ended, you know, Tyrod Taylor's season puncturing his lung. I forget what he was, what he was even trying to do there, um, but with his injection. So hopefully Herbie's okay. Hopefully whatever, you know, painkillers or medication they give him, um, everything works out and Herbie's able to come back. Um, obviously, he's not going to be at 100%, but hopefully he can come back and still play at that high level. <clears throat> um, but let's talk about the elephant in the room. I'm, I'm going to try and not sit here and preach on interceptions like I did last week. Um, because even watching it back, it was like, Jesus, man, how, how many times is this guy going to talk about, you know, hey, you can't win a game with throwing interceptions. However, this this interception, um, you know, a 99-yard pick six to uh, Jalen Watson, I mean – that's literally, you know, my, my high school football coach always said there's three, four plays a game um, that really decide the football game. This is, you know, without a question, one of them. Um, you know, and probably the play that really decided this football game, um, the rookie 99-yard pick on the goal line. It was a great play. I mean, Herbie, 
you see a lot of these quarterbacks trying to fit those tight windows, and I get it because a lot of the times with the top-tier guys, they can get it done. You know, couldn't get it done that time, and it was returned, you know, 99 yards for a pick six. And I think you take that play out. Obviously, it's, you know, the play of the game. But you take that play out, man, I think the Chargers score there. That's a 14-point swing. And I think the Chargers get it done there. But we'll say my AFC West predictions are looking good after this game. Um, I think the Chargers are going to be – or the well, hey, the Chargers will be fine as long as Herbie's okay. Um, I think – who's their backup? Isn't – no, 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 I don't think – maybe their backup is Chase Daniel. I don't think it is, but it might be. Um, hopefully it's not. Well, no, 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 it was because when I was sitting there and Herbie went out um, for the play or whatever – um, I was thinking, man, how poetic, you know, Chase Daniels had that, uh, that playoff win. I think it was the divisional game, um, against the Titans, I believe could be wrong there, but he, he showed, you know, the dog in him. Um, and he got the, the win in overtime, I believe it was, um, or maybe it was Buffalo. It might've been Buffalo. Um, but Chase Daniels, how poetic it would have been, you know, to come back and beat the, beat the Chiefs, his former team. Um, but the Chiefs ended up getting that win, started 0-1 on my pickums for that week. I was really debating who to take there. Everything about, like, see, this is the thing with my AFC West prediction. Everything in my mind tells me to go Chargers. Like, you know, the Chargers have a great defense, it, you know, almost a better offense. You know, if you look at all around, I think they do have a better offense. Um, but something about the teams and the, the Kansas City Chiefs tells me to take them. So I did. For the AFC West, just not in this game. You know, my reasoning was I think the Chiefs get better over the season. They win the big games. I think they split with the Chargers this year, which could happen still. It's weird, man. When I don't know when they play next, but I still might take the Chargers for that because I think they split with the Chargers. I don't see them sweeping the Chargers, but we'll we'll cross that path when we get there. So started 0-1. <clears throat> I know I said the cough is going to be gone. I'm trying my best, man. Um, got this little head cold thing going around, um, but I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, man, I don't even want to talk about this next game. Carolina and New York, starting off 0-2. Picked the Panthers to beat the Giants. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be like, okay, well, I didn't see this coming. You know, the Giants are a dumpster fire. I'm not going to say that because I didn't. I said multiple times last week that I think the Giants can pre, you know, can prove a challenge for us, and it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a hard-fought game. Coming into it, I honestly thought, you know, we might not win this game. Clearly, that's what happened. Um... <coughs> So, man, you know, obviously this is the game I spent all my time watching for the 1 o'clock games. You know, I still get the highlights for all the other games um, and can watch bits and pieces. Um, there's one other team in this league right now who is more, uh, what word am I looking for, disappointing um, in the NFL than Carolina for me right now, and, and it's my home state team, and we'll talk about them a little later. Um, man, I don't even know. Um, fumbled the opening kickoff, you know, held him to three. I was like, man, you know, wow. I was like, wow, but, you know, we're going to get the offense rolling. Baker, a little, little like, seven-yard pass to Robbie Anderson, fumble. And I was like, Jesus. So, I really, I mean, honestly, after two straight fumbles, to be down 6-0 is, is pretty mind-boggling. Um, and then it was funny, you know, Carolina puts up two field goals in the second. 6-6 six, six game, you know, and they're all, like, short 30-yard field goals, you know. They're all in the red zone, and they just can't convert. They can't move the chains. Or they're on the goal line or in goal. And, and for any team, regardless of, of my bias with the Panthers, for the Giants, you want to see the Giants get in the end zone there. Um, honestly, I think Carolina's defense did a lot better than what they did with Cleveland, which is interesting. Um, I was really expecting Saquon to go off. You know, he didn't have a bad game, 21-72. and 72. For 21 carries for 72 yards, I think you saw a lot of those yards coming in the last couple, the last drive. I think he had something like 20 or 30 yards in the last drive. So, honestly, Carolina did a good job of bottling him, um, or at least trying to. Um, <clears throat> I will say one of the two bright spots to come out of Carolina in this game, Christian McCaffrey, 50-yard run, 15 carries, 102 yards, four receptions for like 27, I think. It's good to see Christian more involved, but we still need to give him the ball more. Um, I just I don't get it. I understand nursing him and trying to make keep him healthy. And if we lose on another 55-plus yard field goal, I'm going to lose my mind. There's nothing I hate more than losing to a field goal. And I've had my fair share of it with Will Lutz from the New Orleans Saints, and it's just ridiculous. Um <coughs> I'm going to get a drink of water real quick. But uh, as far as the quarterbacks, man, um, 
Daniel Jones played pretty pretty well. Uh, you know, efficient, I guess. I'm going to say efficient. Both quarterbacks just, I guess they didn't turn the ball over. They threw sketchy passes, man. Like, Baker's got to stop throwing in double coverage. He's not him like that. You know, I think Josh can get away with it. Patrick can get away with it. Aaron Rodgers can even get away with it sometimes. Um, but you can't be throwing into double, triple coverage, you know, on a five-yard slant to DJ Moore. You just can't. Maybe he comes down with that and you get seven yards. Or maybe it's an interception. And he threw a lot of those sketchy passes. Threw the touchdown to DJ, which was nice to see. Still need – bro, I saw this clip and it was like – I saw this tweet and it said, you know, DJ Moore is – 52nd in the league right now in receptions, absolutely unacceptable. You know, we've had terrible much. I think Baker Mayfield in the last four years is probably the best quarterback we've had. I will stand by that. As far as Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, um, Sam Darnold, Jesus. I mean, but they all found a way to still get DJ the ball. And DJ with like six receptions so far. I mean, come, we have to get DJ the ball. He's our best wide receiver. He's our best. He's honestly probably our franchise second best wide receiver ever. And I hate, you know, I'm, I'm very vocal on Panthers Twitter. Everybody's like, you know, DJ got his bag, bag and dipped. Like, no man, they're just not throwing the ball. Um, and the Giants, de- I mean, the Giants secondary did a pretty good job altogether. Giants defense did a good job altogether um, with our wide receivers not getting open, but. Still, it was it was pretty hard to watch, man. Um, hats off to the Giants, man. They're playing they're playing their butts off. Um, like I said, man, they want to play for their head coach. You want to play for a head coach? It's just like you know you're gonna win that football game. Lost the turnover battle with uh, with two fumbles. Um, everything else was pretty even. They they edged us on the uh, time of possession for a little bit, and then even on first downs. Actually, had ten more yards than uh, than New York. I don't know, man. Um, for the or I think until we play Arizona because we have Arizona's number, I might get a lot of you know backlash for that game. I think this is the last game I will pick Carolina for a lot of these games. I think Carolina is disappointing until they fire Matt Rule, which I'm going to touch on later. The fact that Matt Rule still has a job at, on Tuesday at uh, what, what time is it? Tuesday at 7:30 p.m. is bewildering to me, man. We just got to let the man go. He's just not a good head football coach in the NFL. Um. Until we do that, man, we're, we're not going to be anything. Um, go Florida Gators. Hopefully we draft Anthony Richardson. When whatever is going on with him just stops, man. It's, it's painful for my sports. Stop ranting. Hats off to the Giants. It was a good game. Next up is the New York football. Well, I guess I can't say New York football Jets. That's the, uh, that's the Giants' little slang in, in, in term. Um, but, okay, we'll say hats off to the New York football Giants and hats off to the New York Jets because a comeback of – what was it, 13 points in the last minute and a half was absolutely crazy to me. Nick Chubb played a great football game. Um, this hurt to watch as Carolina loses to, to Cleveland last week, and I did pick um, I did pick Cleveland to win, so starting off with 0-3 is terrible, man. I, I knew then. I was like, Jesus, man, this is going to be a rough week. Um, and all these games, man, were really winnable for me, um, and they were all close games, one-possession games. I think most of them a field goal game. Or less, and but but man, New York did it. Um, Garrett Wilson was my offensive rookie of the week. I'll touch on it later. Eight receptions, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Amari Cooper, nine receptions, 101 yards. Got his first touchdown as a Cleveland Brown. Um, Brees Hall, interesting. You know, he's he's touching in a little bit there. Seven carries, 50 yards. Kind of Michael Carter last year or last week. Six carries for 60 yards, or 10 carries for 60 yards. Sorry, Nick Chubb, 17 carries. 87 yards, three touchdowns. Interesting to see three touchdowns. I know they really could have iced the game if he didn't take that last one in. But you just never know how it plays out, and he didn't. And then the Browns lost. But I don't put that on Nick Chubb at the end of the day. You've got it in the end zone three times for him. So whatever. Jacoby Brissett had a very measly game, 22-27. Good on the completion percentage. Uh, 229 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Um, Joe Flacco, man. Contending for for AFC Player of the Week for me, um, twenty six of forty four, three hundred seven and four touchdowns. This game was scary, even man. Um, Cleveland blows, you know, the, the Jets out by nine first downs, a three yard separation for total yards, even on the turnover battle, um, and and five more minutes of possession for Cleveland. But altogether, man, it was a great comeback by the Jets. It's, it's good to see the Jets do well. The Jets have been poverty for so long. 
And as much as it hurts with all these, de- you know, these p- terrible teams getting decent now, because then it just, you know, lowers us and somehow we're getting worse. I'm going to stop ranting on the Carolina Panthers, man. Um, but it's good to see the Jets at least be able to play, especially with Zach Wilson. I want to see Zach Wilson get back in. Good to see Garrett Wilson play well. Um, the Browns are, I don't know, man. You know, the Browns never had this, like, negative connotation, but with signing Deshaun Watson, it brings a negative connotation with you. And it would probably be the same if Carolina or uh, Atlanta signed him, man. I mean, I'd like to think that the Carolina fans wouldn't do what Cleveland's doing, but you just never know. Terrible person, good football player. I'm not even going to touch on it. It's just terrible person. Um, but I did pick the Browns there. The Jets got the win. It was tough, man. But now, my underdog team of the year, man. I'm so excited. The Detroit Lions got their first win of the season. <coughs> oh, my gosh, man. Um, Jared Goof throws four touchdowns. Um, the Lions beat the Commanders 36-27. to I took the Lions in this game. Man, early it looked like it was going to be a blowout. 22-0 run for Detroit to open the game. And then, bro, I was watching the Panthers game, and I was like, man, why is it the Lions? And first of all, before I even start start on this Lions game, this is a direct message to NFL Sunday Ticket. Please fix your your, your servers, your, your platform, whatever it is, man. I have the student like discount here at Trime. I do not pay a hundred and twenty dollars to not be able to watch my games, bro. I was I was literally watching the majority of this, the second half on Stream East, a free streaming site that I didn't that I made sure I purchased NFL Sunday ticket for, so I didn't have to go on Stream East and deal with delays. And they're still delayed. It's ridiculous. Um, but I'm gonna stop ranting on that, man. Um, Lions with a great game. Um, Carson Wentz didn't play bad. He started off pretty rough, but. 30 of 46, 337, three touchdowns and an interception. He was actually my defensive or my NFC offensive player of the week before last night. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. Jared Goof, a good game, a really good game. Um, 20 of 34, 256 and four touchdowns. Honestly, he, he, I don't know why I put Carson over Jared Goof. Um, Antonio Gibson, he had the, I don't know, man, 14 carries, 28, 26 yards and a touchdown. That's not great. Um, I'm not, or I'm not even going to talk about him yet. I'm going to save it. Curtis Samuel, seven receptions, 78 yards, and a touchdown. It's good to see him do well. Um, hopefully he can keep playing well. Amonra St. Brown, man. <laughs> Amonra's him. Uh, I think Amonra's is solidified, solidified himself as a top 20 wide receiver. And when you go 20, it's like I didn't realize how, how good, you know, how good, how many good receivers there are. There's way more than 20 solid wide receivers in this league. Two carries, 68 yards, nine receptions, 116 yards, and two touchdowns. Man, uh, Monra's playing really, really well. And the Lions are playing really, really well. And, I, and shout out Coach Hall, man. I This whole, you know, before the season started, I have some pretty bad takes. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Um, but Jared Goofball, he, he drafted him. I was like, man, why you got Jared Goofball on your team? It's like, take him off your team, bro. He's not a good quarterback. But you know what? He comes in here and he sh- he shuts me up, and he plays a great football game against the Commanders. And Amonra, man, he has Amonra too. And I just picked up Amonra. It's funny. I have a four-team league, and the teams are so stacked. But I just today dropped Cortland Sutton for uh, for Amonra St. Brown, and I think Amonra is going to have a great year. And you never know, man. Are, are the Lions going to make a run in the North? I don't know. They might be able to. Still the Packers for my favorite, except I, I – I don't know, man. It, with Minnesota, there's a lot of stuff going on in this league right now. It's pretty. It's a pretty shocking year, but a great victory for Dan Campbell and the Lions. Commanders didn't look bad at all. You know, I mean they they were in the game. They made a good comeback. I think if they can clean their stuff up, clean some of their turnovers up, they'll be fine. Um, next up, we need to get Mike Evans and some some Black Forces and in, in Pittsburgh. Because, you know, his little altercation with Marshawn Lattimore, they don't even play football, man. They genuinely hate each other. Um, I was kind of expecting this game to be more of a blowout. Um, Tampa doesn't score until the third and puts 17 up in the fourth, you know, with the pick six. Um, Jameis, I've been, look, man, I've been sitting here and talking to you know how Jameis is fraudulent, man. Um I love Jameis Winston. He's so funny. He's such a good character. He's honestly a good person. He's evolved a lot as a person. But I don't think he's a solid football player. I think he's a solid football player. I think I don't think he's a good football player. I think all this 
Bro, somebody said Jameis Winston was going to win MVP, and I was like, please stop. Uh, but Jameis, 25 of 40, 236, a touchdown and three interceptions. Um, not going to win a game with three interceptions. Um, Lenny, 24 carries, 65 yards. Melvin Ingram, wow, that's crazy. Well, Alvin Kamara was out. Um, Melvin Ingram um, back in New Orleans to get 10 carries, 60 yards. Kind of cool to see. Mike Evans, three receptions, 61 yards, moments you know, before disaster. I think Mike Evans was suspended a game. Nothing for Lattimore, which I understand. But, hey, shout out to Mike Evans for sliding for his quarterback. He said, that's Tom Brady. What you want me to do? Hey, man, that's that's my quarterback, man. When I was playing football, somebody hit my quarterback. See, I don't I don't like to smoke. I don't like confrontation. But I was going to stick, stick up for my quarterback. Chris Olave, nice to see. Five receptions, 80 yards. Um, which was weird because the report came out – what was it, two weeks ago, the, the Chris Olave was listed as, like, the, the Saints' fifth-string wide receiver. Um, but he played well. Um, hopefully he can get a little more involved. Ohio State wide receiver rookies stepped up this week. Tom Brady, 18-34, to 34, 190 yards and a touchdown, man. Before, this this isn't even football, man. I hope Tom Brady's okay. I think there's some, a lot of stuff going on at home. There's been so many reports, and I don't like to report on somebody's personal life and speculate on stuff I don't know about, especially when it's that detrimental to their health. But I really hope Tom's okay, man. Um, Tom just hasn't seemed like himself in his pressers. I don't know if he's playing Tom Brady football right now. Um, but honestly, this world is so much bigger than football, and I really do hope that Tom Brady is okay. Um, but Tampa, I think Tampa's going to be you know good. Saints showed, man, that they showed that they have a solid defense but Tampa is struggling right now for wide receivers. I don't know if Godwin's playing this week, um, <clears throat> but obviously won't have Mike Evans. Um, Julio Jones it was hurt last week. I, I don't know if he's playing this next week. Um, <coughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm going to get a drink of water real quick. <clears throat> um, the Bucks did just sign veteran wide receiver Cole Beasley. I think he can... Uh, <coughs> Can add a lot of uh, a lot of slot opportunities. Excuse me, um, and he can really get the ball rolling and help out that Tampa offense. I, th- I expect Lenny to get a lot more carries with the wide receivers being out, a lot more tight end action, not having Gronk hurts. Um, but I think Cam- Cam- Cameron Brate's still there. He'll, he'll be fine. Um, I don't know who Tampa plays next week. Um, I'm trying to look at my sheet and see if I can find it. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it later. But I think Tampa will be fine. I think the Saints, honestly, are going to shock me this year. Although I still think their quarterback is low-key doo-doo. Um, I think I think that the Saints are honestly better than the respect I gave them. Um, honestly, it was a good game. But that was my second straight prediction win. I don't know why I say it like it was like it's something just fantastic when it was when I'm two for three right now. Um, but it was not good. Now coming to a loss, um, the New England Patriots going on the road and beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. I expected the Steelers' offense to do a lot more. Um, I'm not trying to hit on anybody's downfall. I want to. I want to start off with that. But I don't think Mac Jones is a good quarterback. I, th- I think he's a very, very Walmart version of guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, guys like Drew Brees towards the end of his year. I think. Ben, I don't know, man. I don't think Mac is that good, but Mac went 21, 35, 252, uh, touchdown and an interception. Touch, yeah, I already said touchdown and interception. Um, I think Mac is dealing with some some injuries right now, which speedy recoveries to Mac. Um, even though we, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say I want him to get hurt. So speedy recoveries, but I, I still have beef for what you did with Brian Burns last year. I didn't even talk about Brian Burns. Two sacks. Shout out Brian Burns. Um, the only one on that defense who wants to play football right now. Except Derek Brown. Derek Brown. Oh, yeah, I need to stop. Um, Mitchell Trubisky, 21 of 33, 168, a touchdown and an interception. Mitch Trubisky stat line, man. I don't know what else you want, you want me to say. Um, that's exactly the st- kind of stat line. I mean, what happened to George Pickens? I know he's a rookie. He needs more time. But, I mean, I need, somebody, I need to see some of that Black Force energy like I saw week one. And maybe the Bengals just aren't good anymore. That very well could be the case. Um... But Damian Harris had a pretty good game, 15 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Najee Harris, truthers, are crying right now, 15 carries, 49 yards. Nelson Aguilar, Philly fans are, are not crying because of last night, but they're, they're you know what I'm saying? They were like, where, is it? where was this Nelson? Um, six receptions, 110 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Deontay Johnson, six receptions, 57 yards. Man, for this for this Pittsburgh Steelers room, they just 
their wide receiver room that they just, everybody swore was just stacked is just not turning up right now. Um, and Kyler looks like a madman for saying it. Um, total yards went to New England uh, by 130. Pittsburgh, one more turnover. Um, time of possession was New England by around seven minutes or so. Um, two more first downs for New England. A pretty even game. Um, I think it's just that one play away. Uh, go ahead, touch. You're not even a go ahead, touch. I'm sorry. Um, you know, Pittsburgh just couldn't get it done in the last 13 minutes of the football game. Um, need your defense to step up there. And for a Patriots offense that I don't really think has a whole lot of players outside Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry. Um, and uh, why am I blanking on his name? Damian Harris, man. Um, you expect a little better, especially for that Pittsburgh defense. I think you see that the, 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 the TJ Watt effect coming into play there. Um, but, but I think, uh, I don't know in this North right now, I think, I think Baltimore still comes out of the North. Um, I think Pittsburgh might take number two, honestly, with how, with how since he's playing. Um, next up is bringing me to my most disappointing team in the NFL right now. And that is the Indianapolis Colts, man, <laughs> eight straight wins at home for the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Colts with a 24 to zero shutout. Like, are you, man, I'm not going to sit here and say the Jags aren't good, but Matt Ryan, 16 at 30, 195, three interceptions. Jonathan Taylor, nine carries, 54 yards. You need to get Jonathan Taylor more involved. That team goes where Jonathan Taylor goes. Um, Ashton Dolan, five receptions, 79 yards. Man, there wasn't all, there wasn't anything, if a whole lot, a whole lot, if anything, that was promising about this Indianapolis Colts teams in these first two weeks. Um, at least last week, you could say, you know, it was a fluke game. We went, no, we didn't even lose. Um, but a 24-0 shutout with the, with the Jaguars is just not a good sign, man. Um, I don't know, man. Am I going to be a madman? for? for I'm not going to switch up my pick. Uh, I picked the Colts to win the South. They still might do it. I might be a madman for even throwing out the idea that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win the NFC or the AFC South. I don't know, man. Um, Trevor Lawrence played a, a really good game, really efficient game, 25 of 30, 235 yards and two touchdowns. Good to see James Robinson still getting involved, 23 carries, 64 yards and a touchdown. Christian Kirk showing that he was at least worth some money, uh, maybe not the contract he got. He drove the wide receiver market up a little bit. Six receptions. 78 yards and two touchdowns. It was a, it was a great game by Jacksonville. Three to zero in the turnover battle. Twenty or twelve more first downs. Dominated time of possession by seven minutes. Um, 120 more yards. I, I can't really touch on a whole lot of this game except shout out Jacksonville. I guess. Um, I don't. The Colts got to figure their stuff out. I, I think the Colts and the, the Panthers need to fire their fire their head coach. Um, next up is. I did pick, yeah, I picked the Colts, I already said that. Uh, Miami and Baltimore uh, lost this game again. What a crazy game, man. Possibly game of the year um, already in week two. Devin Duvernay starting off with an opening kickoff return of 103 yards. And the only reason in my life I know who Devin Duvernay is is because in Madden 22, he was a draft card that was so abundant, and it made me mad every time I saw him. Um, and then Jalen Waddell answering from Tua. Rashad Bateman, 75 yards. Mark Andrews, Demarcus Robinson, 21-0 run there. Um, the game is 7-28 to going into the half. Mike Gusecki, 14 yards with, with just if you imagine, envision your dad hitting the gritty, that's what Mike Gusecki did. Honestly, I loved it. It was a beautiful gritty. Lamar Jackson, 79-yard rush. Pay that man. There's no reason. You know what, Lamar? If you want to go somewhere where people are going to appreciate you, come to Carolina, man. I would welcome you with open arms, but I would buy a Lamar Jackson jersey the second, the absolute second that you come to Carolina. Um, I customize. I wouldn't even wait for the official ones to come out. And then the Miami Dolphins, 21-0 run of themselves. Um, River Krakaft, uh, two-yard pass from Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, Tyreek from Tua. Tyreek from Tua, all 45-plus, a 48- and a 60-yarder. Justin Tucker snuck in there, thinking he's something. Um, best kicker in the league. Uh, with a field goal to put him on top. Then Jalen Waddle with 14 seconds left. I'm not going to lie, man. The Penguin celebration is hard. Um, from Tua to win the game, man. My AFC player of the week, Tua Tungabailoa, 
except I can't just not mention the wide receivers. Um, man, this was a shootout. This was a great game. Um, two of 36 of 50 for 469, six touchdowns and two picks. Lamar, 21 of 29, 318, and three touchdowns. Raheem Mostert, 11 carries, 51 yards. Uh, Lamar, nine carries, 119 yards and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 190 yards and two touchdowns. And then Rashad Bateman, four receptions, 108 yards and a touchdown. And usually I just go over the leading wide receiver, but I have to talk about Jalen Waddle. Um, Jalen Waddle, 11 receptions, 171 yards and two touchdowns. Man, it was crazy. Tua played a great game, man. I want you to sound like the, the, the moment in the episode last week where I say the Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles will go as far as their quarterback takes them. You saw it this week, man. The quarterback's balled out, and what happened? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Now, if you ask me, is that going to happen? I'm going to say, hell no. <laughs> but but it happened, man. Um, great game by Miami. I think Baltimore's going to be fine. Miami, I don't know. I don't see Miami challenging the Bills. I will say challenging. But I don't see them overtaking the Bills. But it's going to be a hell of a game, man. Um, Atlanta Rams. I Sorry for the Atlanta disrespect, I guess. Um because they came back and made it a game, man. They were an onside kick away. Allen Robinson starting it off from one yard, which is good. I mean, I guess. You want to see Allen Robinson and Cam Akers get a little more involved. And they got the ball a little more. You still want to see them just, you know, they're not going to make that splash all the every game. But you need to see, you know, they spent money on these guys. Well, they drafted Cam Akers, but they spent money on Allen Robinson. You want to see them get involved, man. Daryl Henderson, eight-yard touchdown run, 14-0 lead. <coughs> For the Rams, Young Ho Young Hoo Koo answers with a field goal. Cooper Cup, top three wide receiver, and depending on the day, he's not three. Um, ten yard pass, three yard pass, touchdown. Man, the Rams leading twenty eight to three, haunting. Matt Ryan. I just want to put this out there. Matt Ryan's Hall of Fame ball was numbered twenty eight to three. The Falcons built twenty eight to three lead in the Super Bowl. Um, keep pounding. Um, Drake London, four yard pass from Marcus Mariota. To put the game within reach-ish, I guess if you can say that. Matt Gay with a 20-yard field goal to put the game at 21 points. Oh, my Lord. Um, <coughs> Olamide Zacuis. 11-yard pass from Marcus Mariota. Uh, blocked punt by Lorenzo Carter. Um, and then a safety as they were running the clock out. Man, this game was actually really exciting. Um, Jalen Ramsey iced the game. Mariota, 17 of 26, 196, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Mariota doesn't throw those interceptions. One was a garbage time interception because he was just trying to do something. Um, I think the Falcons might win that game. Um, Stafford, 27 of 272, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Matt Stafford is fraudulent. Um, he was caught stealing a Super Bowl ring from the Cincinnati Bengals, stealing hope from Detroit Lions fans, and now stealing hope from Los Angeles Rams fans. Um, Cordero, 10 carries, 41 yards. Daryl Henderson, 10 carries, 47 yards in a touchdown. Offensive Rookie of the Week, Drake London, 8 receptions, 86 yards in a touchdown. Cooper, him, Cup, 11 receptions, 108 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Man, Cooper's good to watch, except he did have the fumble to give Atlanta a little bit of hope. But Cooper is so fun to watch. I love watching Cooper Cup. Even on the turnovers, um, 70 yards or so for Los Angeles. Even pretty, pretty even, literally almost like what is that, a minute separating the time of possession. Seven more first downs for the Rams. It was a good game, man. It was a lot better of a game than I thought it was going to be. Hats off to the Falcons. Um, Seahawks 49ers, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure I'm picking Seattle this week, man. Uh, oh, they did play the Falcons, though. I don't know. Um, Seattle did not look good. 27-7 uh, to loss to the 49ers. Prayers to Trey Lance. I don't no, I don't want to. I'm trying not to speak on the quarterback situation with Trey Lance out. They might be a better football team without Trey Lance, man. Uh, Robbie Gold with two straight field goals. Um, Ross Dwelly, 38 yard pass from Garoppolo. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk with a run to make it 20 0. Mike Jackson with a 86 yard. <laughs> oh, my man. The 86 yard return block field goal. That's the only way they scored. That's crazy. Um, and Jimmy with a one-yard run. Not a whole lot to talk about this game. It was pretty dominant by the 49ers. Their leading rusher was Rashad Penny. Hey, Coach Hall, I told you not to start Rashad Penny. 
Six carries, 15 yards. Geno with 24 of 30. Man, he doesn't throw a lot of incomplete passes, but he sure don't throw a lot of yards or touchdowns either. Um, with an interception, Jimmy came in 13 of 21, 154 and a touchdown. Back to that Jimmy Garoppolo game management. Um, Jeff Wilson, 18 carries, 84 yards. Good to see the, the 49ers run game get involved, especially with Elijah Mitchell sidelined. Tyler Lockett, nine receptions, 107 yards. Need to get to see DK do more. Uh, I'm cheering for Drew Locke. Um, Brandon Ayuk, five receptions, 63. Debo Samuel is a thief, and he stole millions of dollars. Um, the 49ers up 150 in total yards. Three more, three turnovers for Seattle, zero for San Francisco. Uh, 13 or 17 minutes, Jesus, I'm sorry. Uh, more possession for the 49ers and 11 more first downs. I really can't talk a whole lot about this game. The 49ers dominated the Sea Chickens. Um, and I picked the Seahawks to win. I also picked the Rams to win. And the I don't know why I said I picked the Dolphins in my sheet. I, I definitely picked the Ravens. So um, two of those were lost, and the Rams got me a win. Uh, man, probably the third most disappointing team in the league right now that Cincinnati Bengals. Shoot, man, I was going to go to this Panthers-Bengals game, but I was like, yeah, we're probably going to lose. It's going to be cold. I have a wrestling tournament the day before. I might go, man. We might beat the Bengals. Uh, we'll see before that. Um, Cooper Rush, man, leading the Cowboys. Um, you know, nine-yard pass to Noah Brown. But when I turned this game on, because I was driving home for the majority of the first half of this game, I was like, are you serious, man? When they were up 17-3, to I was like, there's just no way, man. I, I, I just don't know what it is. Joe Burrow at least didn't throw an interception this week. Um, 24-36, 199 in a touchdown. Cooper Rush. 19 of 31, 235 and a touchdown. Joe Mixon, scrub. Bench Joe Mixon for Saquon Barkley this week. 19 carries, 57 yards. Zeke, scrub. Give the ball to Tony Pollard. 15 carries, 53 yards. T. Higgins, oh, Jamar Chase just disappeared. Uh, six receptions. I didn't even know T was playing, man. I really I benched T. Higgins. That would have been nice. Um, six receptions, 71 yards and a touchdown. And then Noah Brown. Um, five receptions, 91 yards and a touchdown. I don't know where C.D. Lamb is at. He just don't want to play football anymore, I guess. Um, what is this? I'm trying to do math. 80 more yards for the Cowboys. Uh, they actually did have a turnover where, since he did not, um, time of possession was actually won by the Bengals. And even on first downs, it's really surprising looking at the stats that the Bengals didn't win this game, especially because, in my mind, you know, I think Dallas dominated this game. Um since he's got to do something, man, I'm not too sure what it is. Uh, there's a lot of disappointing in the league, teams in the league right now, you know, just like the team I'm about to cover. Um, and I guess with that, we'll just talk about it, man. Hopefully, since he can fix it, huge DeMar Chase fan, huge Joe Burrow fan. I think they're still going to be okay, but they might get beat by the Steelers for the second in the, the north. Uh, next up, Texans-Broncos. This game was super boring. Um, Russell Wilson, man. For, we'll start off with Davis Mills. 19 of 38, 177, not a very good outing. Uh, Russ, 14 of 31, 219, a touchdown and an interception. Cringe. He is corny. Um, he's got to do something. He's got to carry this football team or else, you know, in a stacked AFC West, even though they're, the West is struggling right now. <coughs> um, you're not going to see the Broncos compete if they keep playing like this. Damian Pierce, my offensive rookie of the year candidate, Go Gators, 15 carries, 69 yards. Javante, good to see him getting involved. 15 carries, 75 yards. Nico Collins, four receptions, 58 yards. Cortland Sutton, seven receptions, 122 yards. After Judy had the big week one, Cortland got week two. Game was pretty boring, man. Uh, I did pick the Broncos to win this game. Uh, for clarification, I did pick Cincy to beat the Cowboys. And I honestly thought it was going to be a blowout, but I guess not. Um... But I picked Denver to win that game. Um, got that one right. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, not a whole lot to talk about. The I won't say they dominated, but it was a really boring game. Um, next up is the Cardinals and the Raiders. I picked the Raiders, and the Cardinals came back to win the game with I, I, Kyler Murray just wanted to get home and play some Modern Warfare, the beta. Um, man, I don't know. Okay, so I saw the video of Kyler Murray supposedly getting hit. Um, by a fan. I don't really think he got hit. Maybe I'm tripping. But I think I think the little man's just upset. Um, the fumble return to end the game, I was like, well, first of all, let's talk about going t going up 20 points. Uh, Devontae Adams from one yard out. Daniel Carlson field goal. Darren Waller from three yards out. Carlson, 55-yard field goal. 
20-point lead going into half. I was like, yeah, man, this is a game I expected. Uh, Greg Dortch, uh, five-yard pass from Kyler Murray. Carlson with another field goal. Daryl Williams with a rush. Kyler Murray with a rush. Um, and, and that uh, Daryl Williams rush was the Kyler Murray spectacular. <coughs> oh, my gosh. Two-point conversion. Um, and then the, the Cardinals somehow got it done to send it in overtime. The Raiders, man, Hunter Renfro fumbles in overtime with, you know, three minutes uh, into overtime. And, and Byron Murphy with a long fumble recovery. Game was really shocking, man. Um, can the Cardinals make a run in the West? Maybe, man. Like, with, with how everybody's playing, you just never know. Um, I'm going to try and speed, the, speed through these so it's not a super long episode. Bears-Packers, uh, Aaron Rodgers is the Bears' daddy. Justin Fields, uh, he got a plus 10 team chemistry. But for a guy who goes 7 for 11 to 70 yards in interception, should not be talking. David Montgomery, 15 carries, 122 yards. Aaron Jones, the running back's starred, 15 carries, 132 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers was efficient, missed seven passes for 234 and two touchdowns. Um, Manque, I don't even know how to say his name. The other same round. The same round brother is not as good. Uh, two receptions, 39 yards. Sammy, three receptions, 93 yards. Kind of good to see Sammy do something. Um, Packers dominated. Packers probably going to win the North right now um, with how Minnesota played last night. Um, Titans-Bills, absolute annihilation. Uh, Stephon Diggs really sold me in fantasy. I had him in one league, but the, the league that mattered to me, I had Josh Allen. He had Stephon Diggs. Shout out Matt Lepper. Um, 12 receptions, 148, and three touchdowns. Traylon Burks getting his first little hint of action. Four receptions for 47 yards. James Cook getting some more carries for 11 carries, 53 yards. Harold Haskins, the Michigan running back, nine carries, 37 yards. Joshua Allen, 26 to 38, 317, and four touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill, game manager, game manager at best, and Malik Willis did not do very well. Uh, 11 of 20, 117 yards, and two touchdowns. Not a whole lot to say. The Buffalo Bills are winning the Super Bowl, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. There's absolutely nothing. Um, Vikings, Eagles, man. Uh, what did I say, man? The Eagles and the Dolphins will go as far as their quarterbacks go. Jalen Hurts, my NFC Player of the Week. Um, 26 of 31, 333, a touchdown and an interception. Added two more touchdowns on the ground. Oh, my gosh, man. Kirk Cousins led the Vikings in rushing yards with two carries for 20 yards. Man, that hurts to watch. Um, Kirk Fraudulent Cousins, 26 of 46. 27 of 46, 221, a touchdown, and three interceptions. Bro, he was throwing it to the NFC Defensive Player of the Week, Darius Slay. Just didn't even care. Um, this game was pretty dominant, too. Miles Sanders with a good game, 17 carries for 80 yards. Uh, Darius Slay, again, locking down Justin Jefferson, allowed one catch against Jettas. Thielen was a leading receiver, four receptions, 52 yards. Dallas Goddard, five receptions, 82 yards. Um, Philly dominated yards, turnovers. Time of possession, uh, only five for more first downs, which is shocking. But still, it's like, man, these, this Philly team, uh, that's why I picked them to come out of the NFC East, man. Um, so that's it for week one, man. Uh, six and six for ten, right? I went six for ten, right? Yeah, six for ten. <clears throat> um, hopefully I can do better next week, man. Um, shout out to all the winners. Um, screw all the losers. Um, now we're going to start with some news around the league. I'm going to try and hurry up and wrap this up so I'm not rambling. And, and I don't want you guys to have to sit here. I love recording these, but I just don't want you guys to have this lengthy episode every week. I mean, I could sit here and talk for two hours if I needed to. Um, but some more news around the league. Trey Lance out for the season with a broken ankle. I'm not a huge Trey Lance fan. However, I don't I'm, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Um, speedy recovery to Trey Lance. Um, you hate to see it. Um, and it's going to be hard, man, sitting out your first year, hurt your second year. Gonna see a lot of bumps on his third season, and I just hope he's not one of those guys plagued throughout the rest of his career. <clears throat> um, let me get a drink of water real quick. Matt Rule and Frank Reich need to be removed from their coaching jobs. I have sat here, you know, I'm gonna talk about the Colts first. I'm, I live in Indiana. Uh, my dad absolutely despises Frank Reich. Shout out Ty Bills. Um, you got to do something, man, because with, with the Colts, you know, talent on their team, there's no reason they should be losing these games. 
um, and definitely not a 24-hour shutout. Chris Ballard's got to do something. Jim Ursay is usually this no-nonsense guy. He's got to step up. Um, now for a, a, a more just joking, you know, franchise with Carolina, Matt Rule needs to be out. He's a perfect coach for Nebraska because they love to underachieve. Um, and if he wants to go and rebuild another college program, so be it. But I, I said it from day one, he can't coach in the NFL. If Luke Keekley retires the day you're hired, or when you're hired, comes on as a, as a scout, and then quits or resigns or whatever, I don't want to associate Luke Keekley with quitting because he's not a quitter. It shows you something, man. Um, they both need to resign, man. It, it's, it's hard to watch. Probably maybe the two worst teams in the league and definitely the two disappointing teams in the league right now. Uh, at least for me. Um, this one, prayers out to Dane Jackson out of Buffalo. It was a really scary sight last night, man. Um, I know Tremaine Edmonds feels terrible. Um, you know, and obviously Tremaine wasn't trying to hurt his teammate, but, you know, football happens, and I really hope Dane Jackson's okay. Um, and prayers up to him. Starting off with my weekly awards, I've touched on a little bit of them. Offensive Player of the Week, Tua Tagovailoa. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say his name if it's the last thing I do. Tua Tagovailoa. 36 of 50, 469, six touchdowns, and two interceptions. Defensive player of the week, Jalen Watson, 99-yard pick, six to win the game. I know it's a, you know he could have been rookie of the week, but I think yeah, that's a big boy play, man. Um, offensive rookie of the week, Garrett Wilson, eight receptions, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Defensive rookie of the week, I'm kind of cheating here. I'm saying Trayvon Walker, but these are his week. This is his week one with a second interception. Because um, I'm going to throw his counterpart in. Uh, for Defensive Rookie of the Week, I think it's only fair I cover Trayvon because um, I didn't do the awards last week. Uh, offensive Player of the Week, Jalen Hurts for the NFC, 26 of 31, 333, a touchdown and interception, 11 attempts, 57 yards, and two more touchdowns on the ground. Defensive Player of the Week, I mean, a couple of these from last night. Um, you know, two of them for NFC for the Offensive Defensive Player of the Week. <coughs> Darius Slay, two interceptions. Held Justin Jefferson to one reception and seven yards. I mean, for the for the best wide receiver in the league in my eyes, that's pretty damn good. Uh, offensive rookie of the, league, the week, Drake London. Could have been Chris Olave, but getting in the end zone. Eight receptions, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, defensive rookie of the week, Aiden Hutchinson with a massive performance. Six tackles and three sacks. Um, now I'm going to talk about some of my, you know, my award picks. How did they fare this week? Joshua Allen for MVP, 26 of 38, 317, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's the MVP. He's him. Joshua Allen is Hemi. Hemi, Hemmer for that. Sorry. Um, Justin Jefferson, offense player of the year, six receptions, 48 yards, and no touchdowns. Kirk in primetime is not going to do you a whole lot of good. Uh, I think Jettis is going to be fine. It's still, it's still my pick for OPOY. Uh, Miles Garrett, a tackle on a sack. You know, when a tackle on a sack, or when, I guess because the tackle is a sack, when a sack is, because sacks are hard to come by, man. Nobody, everybody knows that. <clears throat> um, when it, when a sack is your a bad day or, you know, a lackluster day, one could say, that's how you know that you're him. I'm still really confident in that choice. Christian McCaffrey got him the ball a little more, 15 attempts, 102 yards, four receptions, 26 yards. Good to see a little glimpse of it, man. Um, Damian Pierce, offensive rookie of the year, 15 reception or 15 attempts, Jesus, 69 yards, and a reception in eight yards. Pretty good outing from Damian. Uh, hope to see him still get more involved because uh, I think you're seeing it, man. He's, he's one of the best downhill rookie runners we've seen in a long time. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, six tackles, three sacks. Love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. I'm Loki, a Giants fanboy. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm a Loki, a Lions fanboy. Um, Sean McDermott for coach of the year. He's 2-0, man, 41-7 to last week. Bro, I think he's outscoring his opponents like 80-something to 14 or something. It's it's something ridiculous. Um, so that was how my my award picks fared this week. Um, now, now, man, we're moving on to week three. Um, hopefully, man, it's a lot better week. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. I'm taking Cleveland. Man, I know this is a game that's just going to bite me in the butt. Um, I, I don't know, man. Something's taking, telling me to take Cleveland. Houston at Chicago. Why am I taking Houston? I'm still taking Houston. I think Houston's played well. I think Davis Mills over Justin Fields is. Man, there's a lot of these close games this week. Oh, man. Either of these are going to be really good or they're going to come back to bite me. This could be a worse week. Uh, Las Vegas at Tennessee. I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm changing my pick. I'm going to take Las Vegas. I have it on as Tennessee on the screen, but after watching Tennessee last night, 
I'm going to take Vegas. Um, Chiefs at Colts. Give me Chiefs. Don't need to say anything. It's sad when, when you don't have to explain the Colts' loss. Buffalo at Miami. This is going to be game of the week. Oh, man, this hurts. <clears throat> on, this, on this sheet right now, I have Miami winning this football game. I think I'm going to change it again. I think I'm going to take Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo is going to go undefeated. I think they'll probably split with Miami, but, 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 but. I think they're riding high right now, Miami is. I think Buffalo's riding high. Who's going to fare better when they get that little bit of adversity? I think Buffalo gets it. Um, I think if they can fluster that Alabama quarterback, you, know, you just never know. You know, two has not been great. He hasn't been consistent. Baltimore at New England. Give me Baltimore. Cincinnati at the Jets. I'm going to take the Bengals, man. If the Bengals, and the Bengals are getting to be like Carolina and the Colts now. You know, if Cincy loses this game, I might not be taking the Bengals much often. <coughs> Philly, Washington. I think it could be a good game. But I'm going to take Philly, man. Uh, my pick to win the East. I don't know how good Washington is. Uh, give me Philly there. New Orleans, Carolina. Give me New Orleans, man. I told you guys I'm not going to be that guy. Which it's weird. I have to backtrack on my prediction because when the NFL schedule for the Panthers drops every year, I post a, uh, a prediction, you know, right as it drops um, on my Instagram story. And I actually had, well, I had the, the Panthers starting off 3 0 um, and winning this game. But I'm going to take the Saints, man. Uh, I, hopefully we can fluster Jameis. Honestly, I could see Carolina winning this game if we can fluster Jameis, but I think our offense is going to be very, 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 very non-existent. If we can't have a good offense against these rough defenses, you know, with, with Cleveland's defense isn't rough, but it's certainly not up to, you know, the New Orleans standard. I, I, it'll be interesting, man. Hopefully CMC has a big game. Hopefully DJ Moore can get on track. Uh, Michael Thomas might go off, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not too sure if Dante Jackson is still in. Jacksonville Chargers. Jacksonville versus the Chargers. Give me give me the Chargers. I think Herbo's going to play this week. I think he'll be fine. Rams at Cardinals. Cardinals riding high right now. I could see the Cardinals winning, but I'm going to take the Rams. Falcons at Seattle. I'm taking the Seahawks, man. Falcons, played, Falcons didn't play too bad, but I'm still taking Seattle. Packers at Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. This is a good game. I'm going to take Tampa Bay, though. I think, man, I really hope Tom. Here's the thing, man. I used to hate Tom Brady, man. When he was in New England, I hated Tom Brady. When he came to Tampa, even towards the end of his New England run, I was like, you know, it's Tom Brady. I respect him. But, no, I like Tom Brady. I don't even, I don't even hate Tampa Bay, even though they're a division rival. Except I guess it can't really be a rivalry if we just lose all the time. Um, I'm going to take Tampa there. 49ers at Denver. I'm going to take Denver. Dallas at the Giants. I'm going to take Dallas. I could see both of those last two games going the other way. Something about it uh, tells me that it's going to go in my prediction. Um, I know I kind of sped through that, man, but I was approaching like 35 minutes just off my week one recap or my week two recap. And I don't want, you know, I like listening to these. And I, I hope you do too, but I just don't want to be boring you guys and sitting here talking for an hour. I know it gets hard sometimes. Um, but, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude it for episode two of that six. Uh, I want to invite... Any of you listening to follow my podcast um, on Twitter or TikTok under that six podcast. I mean, I tweets, I'd just be tweeting out anything. Uh, TikTok, I think right now I'm going through my top five players at each position. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Should be another exciting week of NFL football. Hopefully my pickums do a lot better because uh, it was a brutal week. But um, that's it for today. I uh, can't wait to see you next time and stay safe and uh, thank you. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.